Hello, everybody. Welcome back to What's Up with Ward. My name is Ward. Again, I'm one of the hosts of the show. And in today's episode, myself and Trouble J are going to interview Mr. Walters, a very interesting young man who has a lot of insightful things to say about his life, some experiences he's had, and his unique perspectives. Again, looking forward to hearing what he has to say. So after break, listen up. Okay, and we're back from break. Thank you guys for hanging around. We have a special in-studio guest right now. We're going to talk to him and find out his views on life. He's a young man here in Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, go ahead and tell us who you are, sir. Uh, my name is DeMonte Walters. I'm a 23-year-old Aries. I'm a father of two baby girls. Um, I'm from. I'm originally from Chicago, but I, I you know, obviously reside in Indiana. Um, I'm an aspiring artist, uh, multi-artistic, actually, um, Hey man, I'm just living life by uh, by faith, right. believing in God. Mm, okay, you say he's born in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how'd you end up uh, over here in Indian- Indianapolis? Uh, that's where I, we're located here. My mother uh, was married to my sister's father at the time, and he was in the army. So when they transferred him to different states, we ended up out here. <laughs> and then they separated, and we stayed out here. Okay. Well, Trouble J and I are going to ask you some questions about uh, about your experience as a young African-American in, in, in the world today, living in this COVID world. We just want to see, you know, what you think about it and uh, how you're doing. Did you want to start off first, Trouble J, or do you want me to just go ahead? Well, you know, going ahead is uh, what you do best. So why don't you proceed? Thank you. All right, Demonte. How, how do you spell that, Demonte? How do you spell that name? Uh, D-A-M as in Mary, A. U N as a Nancy T E. I bet you every time you use a computer, you get that little scribbly line on it, don't you? Mm-hmm. I know it. I know it. So um, let's go ahead and, and jump right in here. I know you told me before that uh, you were an activist and uh, you were concerned about your community, uh, among the other things I want to discuss with you. Tell me a little bit about what happened when the, you got involved in the recent protest not too long ago how did that come about where did you go how did you feel did you get shot were you scared what happened uh you know it was a mix of emotions especially going down there for the first time because i had no idea what i was stepping into but just so happened the the time that i went everybody was pretty much peaceful the crowds were small um i seen how diverse the, the black lives matter group of people you know there actually are a lot more different ethnicities involved in that and supporting the actual meaning of Black Lives Matter. Um, but I just, I just, you know, like I said, I, was, I observed that a lot and a lot of people were painting and it just seemed like a real, it seemed like what the community should be anyways, togetherness. And it just, it sucks that it took something like this to bring people together. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, if, it, if it's a positive movement, then I'm with it 100%. Demonte, can I ask you, what does the term Black Lives Matter, what does that mean to you? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Uh, it's deeper than what they originally saying by it, because I understand that police brutality exists. I, I understand that um, we can, there's possibilities that we get treated different from other ethnicities based on, you know, race or discrimination. Um but who, who we're not? Who are we to say that you know these these cops are killed because of race? Unless there's two people with different ethnicities getting arrested at the same time. But Black Lives Matter mean that 
um, first and foremost, it, it should start at home with us. You're like, you can't scream Black Lives Matter and you still out here, you know, killing each other for, you know, petty things. I, 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 don't, I don't agree with the way Black people have um, proceeded with that thinking. I understand, like I said, I'm with the whole, oh, don't yeah, police and the racist people don't kill us. You know what I mean? But it has to start at home too. You can't go kill your neighbor just because he he didn't give you a cup of sugar and you when you needed it, mm-hmm. or you know something like that. You know, like that's why they, that's why a lot of these uh, <clears throat> let's just talk about us, and they'd be like, well, y'all kill each other and black on black crime and you know whatnot, which you can't really argue because it happens outside of my door a lot. You know what I mean? So it's like okay, but. Black Lives Matter mean to me, like I said, just equality. We 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 don't need to have anything more than the next person. We just want what's given to us by rights, or should be given to us by rights, mm-hmm. which is equality. Have you dealt with racism? Uh, I don't. I don't necessarily. Yeah, I don't necessarily want to say I've dealt with it in person because a lot of these people know better than to do that in person. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> A lot of these people know better to do that than to do any kind of racial things to a certain group of people in, in, in person. But I faced a lot of these uh, prejudiced um, individuals and racist individuals on the internet. And it just goes to show that racism is very, very well alive. And a lot of people don't even know what it means mm-hmm. to be racist. And then it's certain things that you can say that could come off racist. You could just be, you know, joking. But, you know, it's this real thin liney there because you can still be like, OK, well, if you're joking about it, you, can, you clearly are racist because you think that's funny. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's a lot of things, especially with the Internet, that makes everything. Let's let's use the word entangled. Ooh, messy. <laughs> Yeah. It makes everything messy because a lot of people either are who they are on the internet or they're not who they are. Have you so, so go ahead. I was gonna say, have you ever had a negative interaction with the police? Ooh, good question. Um, yes, actually going towards um McCor or Anderson throughout McCorsville, I believe me and my uh um, mother and my child were racially profiled because all we were doing was driving through just like the rest of them but I just so happened to have a do-rag on mm. so they, the, the cops got behind us and they were searching us and looking for every reason to take us to jail but there were none Do you feel so, like if you would have had a don't rag on that would have um, made a difference? A don't rag <laughs> No <laughs> Well Don't drop don't, That don't was a joke field. You don't have to answer that uh, That was just a uh Take, take a little air out of the tension in the room question but um so so fortunately it, it ended peacefully they stopped yeah we just got a well we just got a ticket what was the ticket for <laughs> right and proper placements of the license plates and after that day i've seen a whole lot of people without license plates in the back of their car wow. what was your plate at what was your plate at in the window it was it was where it was supposed to be but it was a paper plate so it was like only half screwed down and like the, the bottom yeah. part kept flapping in the wind you had a paper plate in the back of your car no yeah it was new wow you know the wow not that yeah, everybody gets like, those in here in Indiana. It's just when you get to you go to license plate, they give you that until you get your regular plate. So you didn't have a plate with four screws in it. No, just the top two, and it was flying in the wind, and they whoop, whoop, 
they, they made that the reason. It wasn't even a reason wow. at first. That's not when they stopped. Us. Wow, that is crazy. So you say you're going to McCordsville. That's a, outside of a, a little city outside of Indianapolis. So were you just, you were driving the speed limit, you say, and you just got pulled over randomly? Yeah, driving the speed limit. They were, you know, posted up as the police usually do. Mm-hmm. And next thing I know, they're behind us with the lights on. Were you, were you intimidated when, he, when they pulled you over? Were you scared? Do you think you were going to get shot or anything? Well, I didn't know. This is uh, this is actually, I want to say, a year before even COVID existed okay. in America. So, you know, it had nothing to do with uh, George Floyd either. You know, anything that, that came with that, mm-hmm. it just was the fact that I already don't necessarily particularly enjoy a police's presence so you don't feel you don't feel the police uh well let me ask you this a lot of people are talking about defunding the police and different things like that i'm not sure if you know what that actually means but what is your take on on police presence in the community is it needed warranted or um i feel like they shouldn't let the police make decisions based off feelings because at any any given time, like you see that people can get shot based on how they are feeling. Mm. And mm. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with defunding the whole department either because without them, who who's gonna stop crime? Well, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or at least, you know, get there right after the fact and clean it up and investigate and, you know, and things like that. You know that defunding the police doesn't mean getting rid of the police. It just means allocating some of the funds that would normally go to buying bazookas and tanks and spending it on community organizations like counselors and programs that would allow for communities of color to learn how to deal with social problems like people with mental illness and 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 people who don't know how to deal with their feelings that escalate to shootouts and things like that and domestic violence and and other problems so it never even got to the point where the police would have to be called so the theory behind it is that we would be able to have these communities that could handle their own problems in-house basically and then the police would only be called for police type business stealing and Mm -hmm. and, you know things that actually were you know broken laws so the police would still be there just not for things that the police aren't qualified to deal with now that's why they're so bitter because they get called for everything you know right and then like you said their feelings get involved because they're like man they don't pay me enough to do this stuff Right. Oh, they get paid good. They get paid not really enough good. to do a lot of the stuff that they do. They're not psychologists. What's the price on that then? You know <laughs> what? What I'm saying is, is that you know we all know that there are good police officers, but there are a lot of bad ones, and the bad ones are the ones that we hear about. You know because we practically all have an experience with the bad ones. You know, right. and profiling is very real and it happens every single day um right Mm -hmm. and fortunately people like me you know i'm biracial and so when i get pulled over by the police i do this thing where i just try to look as mexican as possible and i cry that's what i do and it usually works so um you know i don't really have a lot of problems but i still get really scared you know yeah um well, well let, 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 me, let me go back to a point you said. You said there are a lot of good cops, a lot of bad cops. 
uh, I want to ask Demonte, do you agree that there are a lot of good cops, a lot of bad cops? or? Um, I, I definitely agree with that. And having a grandfather that's a 35-year uh, retired lieutenant from Cook in hmm. Cook County. In Chicago. I, I've, yep. I've also asked him a lot of questions. And this is prior to any in, in, in these recent uh, tragedies that's been happening with the police and civilians. But, I mean, he hasn't even caught a body that, you know what I mean? He hasn't. He has. He's never killed anyone. He can. Mm-hmm. I've seen videos where there's uh, PIs or other police that can arrest you and just arrest you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like once you're in handcuffs, what 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 more can you do? But right. um, some of them take it too far. Some of them power trip. Some of them having a bad day or didn't have their coffee. It's just it's not. <laughs> it's it's not cool to to discriminate because of your feelings. Whether you discriminate because they're black or white, that's in your head. Nobody can tell. Unless it's like completely blatant, but mm-hmm. yeah, um, like I said, like feelings mainly for me. Feelings over, oh, he's black, he's white, he's Mexican. You know what I mean? Right. So, well, some people have told me that they say they believe there is no good cop and bad cop. They're just all cops. They call that the line of blue because if a person is a good cop and he's working with a partner who's doing something that's wrong and he doesn't do anything to stop him is that good cop really a good cop because he didn't do anything because if you and i are riding down the street and you started shooting at people while i'm in the pastor seat which and i don't try to stop you or call somebody then we're both going to jail so in that sense good cops is uh, what really is a good cop then i would assume uh i guess like you said if he's just standing there watching it, then it doesn't make him a good cop. And and, and as bitter as it may taste, it's still based on opinions and feelings. Mm-hmm. So yeah. no, I would not think he's a good cop for sitting there, not not stopping a murder. You know what I mean? Like especially yeah. if the uh, the one being apprehended didn't deserve it. Is that what happened with George Floyd? I mean, didn't the people kind of stop the crowd? Yep. Who's uh, I think I, I actually. <laughs> crazy how things work in life because I was online playing a video game and I ended up in a chat room with somebody that was actually in Minnesota on the same street that same day that it was wow. going on prior to it being recorded and he told me that the Asian cop told them the crowd that if anybody jumped in they would be sh- and stop it they would be shot yeah absolutely that, yeah. and that's why nobody you know that's why that's why everybody was standing there just talking and that's why he was so in a defensive position you know the police so right so it, it, it kind of put things together for me he wasn't the one recording but he definitely told me he saw it like he saw it like oh yeah. he's in minnesota uh, when it happened um so you know i gotta take that for what it is well there yeah. was and, but, there I, was a video of um a black gentleman who was very aggressive about trying to get past the asian cop and he kept mm-hmm. telling him to let you know let him up and and there were several different videos but the one that we see primarily is is not with the with the black gentleman who was who was telling him to get up but i definitely agree they they were all being stopped by that asian cop and he's just as guilty as mm. the guy who was sitting on his neck all three of yeah. them they were cops behind george floyd as well yes it's sitting on right. his leg like depending mm-hmm. on how many of the yeah. how many different times you looked at the video and I looked at it a lot of times. I mean, 
it it broke me to see that. Yeah, yeah. I still have the video. I still have the yep. video and it, it hurt. I cried. That's probably the only video I've actually shared tears to as far as police brutality goes. Because yeah. you could see the life being drained from his face. And then this is why I say I've ran into racists on Facebook or, you know, just real insensitive people because they use the fact that maybe he had been a felon. Maybe he had been a crackhead. But that does not mean that he had to die for that. Mm-hmm. Right. Whether, exactly. whether he did counterfeit, that's the point of jail. You arrest people. You don't sit on his neck for nine minutes. And for what? Y'all have police cars. Y'all didn't walk there. So, yeah. so why are you on the ground? Why are you on his neck? Like, yeah, this is what you get. You know what I mean? Like, that, that broke me down, too, as well. So, mm-hmm. so it, you feel that could have been you, right? It could have been anyone. It could have been a white man. It could have been an Asian man. Yeah. It could have been anybody. It could have been a kid. It could have been somebody's grandma, etc. Like I, I don't agree with that 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 movement. I didn't see. I mean, the video or not? Yeah, you don't see what happened before all that. But let's just say George Floyd even attacked him. You know, what I mean, he still mm-hmm. didn't deserve it. Take him to jail. Yeah. Charge mm-hmm. him. Charge him as much as you want to, because now he deserves the time he gets. I, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've seen that stance before of the the white cops. The same stance that hunters take when they down an animal and they mm-hmm. take a picture with it. You you mm-hmm. both know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It is the same exact stance and it's disgusting. But when I saw that urine drain from his body, I knew that's when he died. That was it. That was it. And I tell you what, it was like a little piece of my own soul, like left my body because it just, it just stabbed me and it just hurt me so bad. And I called Mm -hmm. my mom who is white and she didn't get it at all. And it, Mm -hmm. it hurt me even worse that she didn't understand. Can I stop you right there? What 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 exactly didn't she understand? I asked her if she had seen it. And the first thing she asked me about was whether or not I had felt the same pain for a group of Russian prisoners. Mm-mm-mm. And and she wanted to basically she was asking me Justify. do I hurt no, she was asking me do I hurt the same way for white people as I do for black people? That's what she was asking. Hmm. I would have told her, in my opinion, if she asked me that, I would hurt for anybody that didn't deserve to die. Well, regardless, regardless of race, regardless of color, regardless of background. But this was—if you were wrong, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm just saying, if you were wrong, you're wrong. You know what I mean? Depending on how wrong, you know, you can't just go murdering people and and murdering schools and then go get Burger King right. like getting arrested. You know what I mean? You're right. So, but this was so, different. I mean, this was different exactly. because George Floyd, this is what I, this is how I feel about it. He wears the face of my brother, of my father, of right. every man I have ever loved has the face of a black man. Mm-hmm. And that is what killed me. That could have been any one of them. Exactly, and it just uh, just talking about it just makes my stomach hurt because it it's like nothing I've ever seen before and nothing I ever want. At the very least, at the very least, and this is why we separate the races for the or let's just say the KKK from the Black Lives Matter groups because um, at the very least, we just wanted those cops arrested. True. True. 
Okay. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what they really wanted. I'm trying to find that answer, but go ahead. At the very least, I mean, at least from what I've seen, at the very least, let's arrest these corrupt police. Even though they may have, in certain people's opinions, they may have deserved to uh, die. Treat them mm-hmm. like they did something wrong. For their wrong. actions. Exactly, exactly. And then and yeah. then they go for uh, the young lady that was shot, uh, Breonna Taylor, yes. in her own house. Yes. Like, like, I don't understand why these police are still roaming the streets. Sean Reed, their police are still roaming the streets. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just a lot a lot of people, uh, even with, um, I don't want to say his name wrong because rest in peace is soul, but Ahmad, the one that was oh jogging. Oh my gosh, yeah, Arbery. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like what, for what? Like, why is that okay? Why is that okay for stuff? I mean, whether those men went to jail or they're being trialed or whatever, it's just the fact that it happened in the first place. Like, well, I, I, let me interject here. I, I've done a little bit of research on this, and you guys can fact check me on this. But a lot of times, police officers do get, uh, you say, arrested for whatever they did. But they have a very strong police union, and police rarely go to jail for uh, enforcing the law the way they feel. And they always stand behind that, or oftentimes stand behind the fact that they were fearful of their life or they were threatened. And the government <clears throat> kind of supports them in this, and they're giving them a leeway to go out and do these things. So arresting the cop, I really don't think that would do anything because the chance of them going to jail is slim to none. So my question would be, what what do we want? Do we just want them people to go to jail for that? Do we want them to stop doing this? Are you going to force them to be equal, even though the training? Cops only get six months of training. I, for me to become a barber, I had to go to school for 18 months. So hmm. my my question is, is, is a pair of clippers more hard to work than a, than a Glock? So why does he get six months of training and he doesn't have any sensitivity training? And, and Trouble J, you alluded to earlier that uh, if we defund the police, the money won't go there. For You said for the black community. I think it's for all yeah, communities. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Where, yeah, they, they all need to be trained across the board so police can be an enforcement because a, a deterrent that's what they should be because they have to come do domestic violence cases somebody may have uh mental issues and stuff and they're they're supposedly trained for that but in actuality we we've seen that that's not necessarily what's <coughs> happening so as as a, a young black person uh, demonte i'm asking you what would you change if you could do anything what would you change i would think that uh even if it's not um, a real, excuse me. Even if it's not realistic, there should mm-hmm. be like maybe uh, programs where police can work with the neighborhoods or the grids they work in, get to know the people you around. You know, some police know people personally. You know, and, and then right. the results be different. Like, hey, hey, man, we know you did this before. It's okay, man. Calm down. I've seen. I watch live PD. I watch cops. I see how they handle different people in different situations. Right, you know what I mean. So, like, yeah, I feel like it'd be it'd be better if there's not strangers handling strangers. Huh. Um, uh-huh. Like, I agree. So I was like, oh, it's Officer So and So. You know what uh. I mean? He's in the neighborhood. He can he can post up in the neighborhood, play basketball with the children, have conversations with the people that live there, and everything would be cool. I think everything would be better if we liked each other. So, <clears throat> for the simple fact that you see you sending this prejudiced man to this, or just so happened to be a prejudiced man to this all black neighborhood where people don't respect police anyways and and it escalates to a racial issue just that fast you know you know like i think there should be programs where they teach kids young uh how to handle the police encounters or how how like you said 
um, to have police more trained in how to deal with people with mental illnesses because they can get very irritated. I know I get irritated with customers at my job and I'd be ready to act like a police. Mm. But as a police, they get to do that automatically and that's not okay all the time. Right. Yeah, people get belligerent. Yeah, you don't want to go home with a scratch on your face, but you also signed up for this job. I don't right. know what it takes to be a police, but I know that it has to take a lot. You have to deal with strangers every day. You have to deal with different post personalities every day. You have to deal with, you know, different intent with uh, your coworkers. Some people are police because their parents and, and, and or, right. you know, or some people are police because they were bullied or some people police because I just want to shoot a gun and get away with murder. You're right. So, yes, you're right. so it's like different intent with these police. And I don't, I think that there should be uh, organized programs to where we can learn as people as well, how to deal with police and police, how to deal with uh, civilians. I think, I think uh, but, you made a good point of that, but what I was thinking was it's also important to know that as a citizen, a police officer kind of expects us to be calm in a situation when we have a gun in our face. Uh-huh. Right. I don't like that either. So, so if they're, if they're trained to, to de-escalate a situation and they pull up on 100 already, that's not really going to de-escalate a situation. That's going to make it worse. So like I said, this funding that they're supposedly getting, that's why people want to defund them. They're not really... Either they're not getting the training or they're not applying the training from what I've seen or heard people say. It's- how would you feel about, I'm sorry, cut you off. How would you feel if they defunded them to the point where they could only carry tasers? <laughs> I don't even think you need guns. I really don't think there's a need for them. It's other things you can do. Because uh, I took a class when I was in college on criminal justice. And they said, you ever know, like they say, it's a big 300, 400 pound guy in a cell. And he decided he don't want to come out. This is their form exercise. They don't, they don't want to fight the guards. They don't come in there and shoot them. They don't do any of that stuff. You don't get shot in prison because they don't have guns. What they'll do is they'll put on their little riot gear. They go in there and they say they control the head. They grab him and they get his head and his body's got to follow him. So you, if you can take down a three, 400 pound guy with two guys, I'm pretty sure police officers can do other, other forms of deterrent too. So <coughs> that's just my thoughts on it. <laughs> what about you, Trevor? What's it like out there in, in, in California? Uh, I, I think the police are a little different out there, aren't they? They're more aggressive. I think, I think in some areas they are more aggressive, <laughs> but in a lot of ways, in a lot of places, it's more laid back. Like here, for example, I just took a lift, you know, like an Uber, and this just was the day before yesterday. No, I'm sorry, just just Friday, and the driver. I said, I asked him, I said, is this your side hustle? And he said, yeah. I said, what's your regular job? He said, I work for the city. I said, what do you do? He said, I'm a police officer. I said, what? <laughs> Are you serious? No joke. He, and so I was like, oh, I'm picking your brain. So um, I asked him a bunch of questions and he was really, like, he was really a nice guy. And he was like, I'm not one of those police officers who's like all, you know, power trip. And he was like a short you know mm-hmm. yeah but if he said that I'm not one of those cops that's interesting isn't it my biggest thing is that like I said when he said that I first I instantly thought that it starts at home wherever you are it starts at home yeah it starts it starts with the love you receive or the hate you re- nature people I was saying sometimes when people are of a smaller stature, they have a tendency to have a bigger attitude. That's true. And um, but this 
man, he was uh, he was really nice. And he said specifically that he is not one of those cops who gives people a hard time. He said when he can, he gives people a warning. And he said that sometimes um, people of the same race as him, he said he was Hispanic. And he said a lot of times people who are also Hispanic expect him to give them a pass. And he said, he tells them, I can't do that, you know, just because we're brothers, we're not brothers. Um, And he said, you know, he tries when he can, but, you know, he he has to uphold the law. You still got a job to do. Yeah. So he's, he's one of the good ones. You know, and I and I told him, I appreciate the job that you do trying to keep the community safe. And I do. Right. You know, it's a hard job. Nobody's saying it's easy. But when you're one of the people who's basically gunning for, you know, people of color. Yeah. Yeah. I don't appreciate that at all. You know, I could care less if you get up every morning and, you know, show up to work. And you you do the good job and the bad job. All I see is the bad job. Right. How do you how do you feel about yourself after you kill someone? You know what I mean? Like, mm. I don't know how that feels. And 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 then they like to have the statistic that blacks kill blacks all the time or more than anybody else in the world. But um, like you said, good cop. Um, I appreciate that. Like, I also know a cop out here when I was dealing with someone else's name. Shout out to Officer Tree Fry. Um, he's a he's a police out here in Lawrence, Indiana. Hey, Officer Treefry. <laughs> one of the one of the uh, you know his role is pretty high up there. So, like if you got pulled over by Lawrence Police and you'd be like, I know Tree Friday, usually let you. Oh go. wow! Mm. So I met him and he's he's a white cop actually. He's an old cop, old white cop, and he's so cool. He's so cool. He don't care if you smoking weed and he pull you over. You know, if you're hitting him in his face with it while he's behind you, then that's one thing. But, Why are you trying to get Officer or, Tree Fry in trouble? Right. <laughs> you about to do all that. Okay, he's, fine. He's done now. Let, 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 <laughs> he said he's done now. Let's, let's just say Officer Tree Fry don't really care too much about the small things. Okay. Officer Tree Fry still has a job to do, but if it's if it's something that you can... uh, Hey, man, just, just go ahead and throw that out. Sure. You know what I mean? I, I, I've, I've seen him. I've probably spent a, a grand two hours with him, and I've learned a lot from him. So I appreciate the, uh, let's say, quote-unquote good cops, because even some people still won't understand what that means. Let, uh, let's say that the ones that actually do their job and do it with love and, and understanding and compassion, I appreciate them. You know, mm-hmm. I appreciate, hey, man, let's let's de-escalate, like you said, Ward de-escalate that's the point you supposed to de-escalate why are you coming to me yelling don't even know who i am don't know what's going on Mm -hmm. got lights and guns in my face like i don't i don't appreciate that how am i supposed to be calm as a civilian right nobody armor no camera because you tell me to put my phone down don't move my hands yeah you know it's not fair the law is not fair at all Mm -hmm. and that's to a large group of people and not just blacks but you know obviously unfortunately Mostly towards blacks, you or people of color. Right. You, you, you said that uh, the the white people get uh, kill people just like black people kill. Do you think? Why do you think that uh, white people kill white people and black people killing black people? What's your thoughts on that? I would love to think it's the same reason, and it has nothing to do with the color of your skin. 
hey, this guy screwed me over. I'm going to kill him. Mm -hmm. Hey, this guy did something wrong to me. I'm going to kill him. Mm -hmm. Not, oh, this guy's black or this guy's white. I'm going to kill him. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's where it is. And the, and the way that these, uh, the racist folks, in my opinion, when I say racist, they, they, they use black on black to, to say that we kill each other because we're black. When, honestly, I can't say that black people have an argument either because we can't say that these police kill us because we're black. But then we see how the white people are handled in most cases because Daniel Shaver got killed for no reason and that was a white boy. Mm -hmm. He got killed for no reason by the police. That dude was, mm, I don't even want to say what he was, but that, that police was so wrong. But... And, my, and like I said, when they see stuff like when this roles reversed and they see stuff like George Floyd, they say, oh, he was a felon crackhead. Mm. He probably deserved it. Mm. When I'm when I as a black man see this white male crawling, playing Simon Says with this police. And even so, he made the wrong move. He kind of like reached back towards his waistband. He didn't have a gun, but he still reached back towards his waistband and probably pull his pants up or something. And he got shot down. Mm -hmm. I felt that like I don't understand why. The other side has to look at it like, well, he was this, he was that. And I, I look at it like, man, this dude got shot for no reason. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't appreciate cops being uh uh power uh, I don't appreciate them power tripping. Mm -hmm. I don't appreciate them taking the law. I don't want to say it to their own hands because they kind of have to anyways, but mm. take you know what I mean, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Taking taking feelings into their own hands and, and justifying it, and it's all good because he can he if he's smart he has a good reason why he shot him mm. so yeah so and it's dangerous because you can be racist and smart mm. not all racist people are idiots right which is why you don't see the kkk roaming the streets freely uh -huh. you know what i mean they they do it secretly at this point and so and the racist same racist people like to say oh well black lives matter is a terrorist group <laughs> oh the kkk the KKK is so small now. And I'm like, even if small is a million people, there's 7 billion people in the world. Mm. You know what I mean? So whether or not they're roaming the streets or having secret organizational meetings, it doesn't mean that they're dead because it's very, very evident that racism is still alive. Yeah, I think racism <laughs> has kind of changed uh, forefronts because it's not so much that the KKK is smaller now. I think they're going down different avenues. They're uh, smarter. They're uh some of them, uh, are, this is what I found out about the KKK. I did some research. They'll send people to the service. They get trained in how to use weapons and guns, and they get to keep that different things. They'll come back, they'll join the police force and different things like that, and then they'll, they'll do that. It was, uh, I forgot the guy's name. It's a famous personality. He was trying to get a new house. Walked into a house uh, that this uh, sheriff uh, was selling, and the sheriff had left up his KKK uh, initiation letter when he was indoctrinated into the KKK and he um, they said wait a minute this guy's got a clan thing he's a, a sheriff and he's a member of this then they looked into his uh, history kind of find out that he did a lot of racial profiling a lot of people he had arrested uh, were pretty much black for the for simple things getting like a lot of time for doing things that really didn't call for that so I think mm -hmm. that they're changing their forefront they're just using it differently so they're not shrinking in number because if you see with this uh uh the the climate of the culture now, we see right. a lot of people coming out the closet, and they have an app that helps you can see who's a racist. It's called Facebook. Just look on there, okay. you'll see some things. You'll see people like, "Wow, I didn't know my neighbor felt like that." And different things. Hey Ward, yeah. Can I stop you for a second? Do you have a Facebook? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. 
I'm gonna add you. I'm gonna add you, and I'm gonna uh, invite you to this group. This is where I see all of the racist comments, and there's nobody on my page that sees this but me, unless I invite you. Okay. And you can just see the ignorance in America. The people that we live next to are super ignorant, or they're just so up their own butts that they can't see the big picture of things. And I, I want you to experience that with me. Okay. Yeah. So I'm check that out. So, so I'm gonna do that later. I'm sorry to cut you off. No problem. But you, yeah, you, 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 you made me think about that. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. And look on that, and, and, and just to see what it says because I had a lot of experiences me growing up because um, I grew up in the '70s and '80s. Back in that mm-hmm. time, I was one of the first um, African Americans in our neighborhood, and I, I was used to them writing KKK on the house, egging us. They called me the N word all the time. I was the first black person at a school. I've been through all that stuff, you know, and it's not a good feeling. It kind of made me you know, leery of things because I see, so, oh, here we go down this road. Here we go down that road. And so let me ask you this question, DeMonte. What, mm-hmm. How do you think society in America has um, recovered from slavery? Or how do you think people feel about slavery? Oh, I can tell you how people feel about slavery because there's also a neighbor around me that's very woke to the, uh, let's say, what Black people deserve from, some, from centuries ago, right? I get apparently we were uh, held back. We're being held back from all the things we're supposed to inherit because the white man is scared to let us, you know, inherit that. They don't want us to. They keep it secrets from us, apparently. And this is not my this is not my POV. This is nothing I've heard outside of her. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm just I'm speaking as her, let's say. Yeah. Um, but like, like apparently there's things that like riches and a lot of wealth or knowledge that we are not being um um, taught or you know given because the white man got it locked away for lack of better terms. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> and then the question was, um, what was the question? How, how do you feel about how you, since slavery <laughs> uh, happened in America? How do you what, what are the long term effects that you see going on? Do you think people are over it now? Should we be? <clears throat> should black people be over it? Uh, black people should be over being in physical whips and chains, but. That doesn't mean we should be over slavery. First of all, that's still our family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's still ancestors. It's not like, oh, they did it and then we got split off from the universe and then came back as our own people. We had to come from somewhere. We still feel it. We still feel the effects in 2020. Racism is still alive. That says enough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So so for them to... And it's, a lot, it's crazy because you say that because that's also the things that I've run into in that Facebook group that they tell us that we shouldn't be worried about we shouldn't even be talking about slavery because we weren't slaves and they weren't slave owners. Mm. And then they say, and then they say stuff like, uh, this is real stereotypical things. And I can't, I can't even reference the post right now. Cause it's so far back. But, um, do, do you, but do you see their position at all? Like, cause they never meant for African-Americans to be anything more than, second class if that in america so do you do you can you really blame them for not liking a black person especially if they're trying to be equal to you your neighbor can, can you see their perspective on that at all you know what i can see their perspective when dude next to me is 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 a dirty he looks really unclean and he's sagging all the time and he all has a lot of traffic and loud music and hey buddy can you turn this down f you you know what i mean like I can see if it was a real unrespectable black male, you know what I mean? But when it's just, just a, uh, you know, 
halfway head on your shoulders type of black male. I don't bother you. You don't bother me. I keep the peace. I respect you. There's no way you should hate me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Hate doesn't have to. I don't even think it comes from the skin first because you have to act like this. And then you just so happen to be this color as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> I don't I don't necessarily think that racism stem originally like it may have been like real close like neck and neck race but it has to be what a person done first at least something that they didn't agree with Mm -hmm. whether it was right or wrong so and then it just so happened to be the skin color that followed do what you said it's something right or wrong and jennifer you can jump in here i don't want to dominate uh i mean if you want to say something (laughs) feel free to go ahead and ask a question but uh, okay uh, I wanted to ask you, so do you think that you said if he did a crime, then he can, uh, you know, sorry, whatever. Do you think black and white people get the same or even Latino get the same time for the same crime? Yeah, it, it, they should honestly put. I think that first time offenses should matter. But um, it depending on the crime, you can't say, oh, I only raped this girl one time versus I only got caught with weed one time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there should be levels to the crimes. They should already have that cemented in the system. There shouldn't be no, oh, well, I think that you should get, hmm, right. based on this random jury, you should get, hmm. Right, so it's not re- you're saying it's not really fair then? So if- no, it's not fair. And, and do, It's not fair at all. Do you think that, that they target African-Americans and Latinos over other races, police? I feel like they could if the judge is... I, I, in most cases, I think if the judge is black, he's going to base it on right or wrong. I feel like if the judge is white, he's going to base it on the skin color. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm. So, That's or true. any other race it may be, or even a female judge, white or black. You know what I mean? They can base it on feelings. They could be on their period, and they're already <gasps> mad. Wow. What? Wow. So That matters. I deal with women. Yeah, you deal with women. women. Um, Sorry. So let me let me jump in here for just a second. Um, as a woman, last time I checked, um, <laughs> you. I hope I'm a woman. I'm wearing her underwear. Um, oh the wow. the okay. uh, I, I just I just uh, am curious. Uh, so what do you think about us having a woman president? Do you think that that's a viable option? Well, let's just say this: I definitely wanted Hillary over Trump. Mm. Yeah, but mm. I mean that's because they both get periods. But I'm just saying <laughs> that if well, if Trump wasn't wasn't an option, let's say it was like Bernie or or uh, the other guy, the guy with Alzheimer's. If he, <laughs> if it was one of them and Hillary, or let's just say it was AOC. Um, they're both women, even though I I would venture to guess. Let's just say AOC because I don't think Hillary gets a period anymore. Let's say <laughs> AOC. Are, who are you going to vote for? I mean, are you going to vote based on the fact that she still gets a period? Are you going to take um, that into consideration? I, I'm I'm not worried about the period because that happens anyways. I I dealt with um, my, my, my mother and my children and just just women and children. That's that's, that's life. You know I know, what I mean? but you just I, said a judge makes decisions based on what time of the month it is. Are you concerned no. that a female president might do the same? I mean, she might. She has access to the button. I'm not saying that it's because 
that's the reason why I'm just saying it could possibly be a reason. Like just the reason, like I said, that a bad male cop could have woke up on the wrong side of the bed with no coffee. You know what I mean? It's not the fact that it's not the fact that she has a period because dudes have periods and we just don't bleed. But I, um, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I don't care. I, I didn't I didn't look at it when her and Trump was into uh uh and they're going against each other for presidency. I didn't look at it like, well, she'll have a period and drop a bomb on China because she's mad. I know, I but she's she's post menopausal. So she, well, I guess that <laughs> argument don't apply to her. I right. know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's why. That's why I said AOCs. So she, I mean, I'm sorry, I, I'm not very familiar with what that means. Can you educate me real quick? Um, AOCs. Her no, her name is. Um, uh, I just call her AOC because that's the abbreviation for her name. Uh, AOC. Yeah, she is the young Latina woman um, in Congress. She's the one who. I'm gonna look her up. She, I got a phone. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know you talk about. I don't know her name offhand. Trump says she's attractive, but I don't think he likes her too much. She is. She is cute, but she is a little. Because he can't get her. She is right. Yeah, she knows better. Um, she's on Alexandria Ocio Cortez. Yes, yes, her. Mm, yes, I didn't know who you were talking about either. That was. But Devante, you you guys have touched upon a few subjects here. I want to get some clarification on this. Would it matter if Hillary or Trump was there? I mean, what, what, what would one do that the other one wouldn't Oof. do? I mean, what, what advantage do you think either one of them really care? You know what? I don't really know Hillary outside of her husband. I'm not really into politics that much. I just agree with right, what's right, and I disagree. I agree with what's wrong in most cases. Uh, and I don't, I'm, I can't, I don't, I'm not, I'm just that person that doesn't be so strongly about what he says when it comes to politics, especially if I'm not reading up on right. it yeah. and being and being ex- extra involved into it. But from what in my education level of it, I don't agree with a lot of things that Trump is doing. I don't agree that he letting these governors of every state do their own thing, even though maybe that's what their job was to do in the first place. That's the point of a governor. But um I just think that as a president, he should be like, you know what, the whole state going on or the whole country going on lockdown. Everybody put a mask on. Everybody stay home. Maybe we could have stopped this corona spread early. You know what I mean? He can't do maybe that. If he, he can't do that. That's a dictator. He can't do that. The governor, he, maybe, he doesn't have that kind of control. Okay. You know what? I understand that the president is usually just a puppet because there's a higher power. Right. It's, but, it's politics. but you know what I mean? As a president, he could still, he has better way to make things happen than me or you do. Right. That's true. So, so I would think that he could at least put a bug in somebody's ear. It, and maybe if he was serious about the corona uh, making its way to America, you know what I mean? Then maybe we could have did some premeditative type of things to prevent it or, you know, calm the spread. Let me ask But you. instead... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I didn't mean to interrupt I, you, but I was going to ask you, do you believe that the coronavirus is real? I definitely believe it's real. I definitely believe it's out there, but my thing is I keep saying that I think the coronavirus is more so of a, a additive that finishes the meal versus the whole meal. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's just a seasoning salt. Like you already got pre-existing heart conditions. I got asthma, so if I die, they just tell me that I uh, tell my family I die from corona. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not something I agree with. Those numbers are definitely to scare people, but they're also real. You're right. So, I agree with that. So. So I don't I don't agree with oh man this man had uh, cancer for six years and all of a sudden he's dead oh it's corona 
You know what I mean? Why, like, why are they doing that? Why are they calling everything attributed to coronavirus? Because even they're very, very, very scared of something they don't even know exists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and it's like, who are we to say? Like the very first person, the very first person that talked about corona or contracted corona, however it may go, it just spread from that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It had to come from somewhere. We had the flu for years, right? centuries. You know, people died from the plague. Nobody died from, not, not, and if anybody died from Ebola, it hasn't been, you know, not, not, not like corona. Yeah. Uh, we just had swine flu. We just had the Zika virus. We just had the West Nile virus. Right. You know Every what I mean? Cat, mad, mad cow disease right. or whatever. But nope, nothing has gotten this attention like coronavirus has gotten this attention. Mm-hmm. For some reason, it's a bigger picture. We're out here talking about Willa, uh, Jada and Will Smith when there's a whole pair of public safety issue going on in the world. Not, in a, not even just America or China. The world. Right. Yeah. So, so I don't... What would, I don't, you, t- what would you tell your kids in this? How to deal with it? What, what, what are you going to tell them? You know what? My kids are babies, so I keep them from the public. I keep them at home, and if I feel if I feel any slightest of sickness, and whether I caught it too late or not, I'm gonna stop it when I can catch it, and I'm not gonna be physical with them. So I, I'm I'm not I'm not shy about telling my job I need to take the leave because I don't want my coworkers contracting anything. I don't want to contract anything from a guest that I see for two minutes. You know, what I mean, I don't want. I, I just want, and there's no way to prevent something that's going to happen anyways, but I'm going to prolong it if I can. Mm-hmm. And, and I definitely don't want to see my babies in the hospital. I don't want to have to take off of work to go into the hospital because they're sick as a dog. Like, I don't want to have to deal with that. They're not going to Walmart. They're not going to the movies. They're not going to the, the park if I can help Well, me. in all fairness, like, nobody's going to the movies. Right. <laughs> the movies are open right, right now. They are? And out here, at least. Yeah, at least out what? here. Small... We don't have the movies anymore. Movies are a thing of the past in California. Netflix is where it's right? at. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it seems like you have a lot of views on that. Are, are you taking precautions yourself? Are you going to any parties if they have one? Would you feel comfortable doing that? Or do you wear a mask more, every day? More, I have to, I'm required to wear a mask at work. I don't wear a mask at home. I don't wear a mask when it's just me in the car, but I, 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 I wear a mask when I'm in public. And if I can think about it, and then that's the point of six feet, right? Yeah. I don't have to touch you. I don't have to touch anything you've touched. But then again, I guess I wouldn't know that. Right. Right. But, uh, but then again, I don't have to touch my face either. So, uh, you know what I mean? It's just things like that. Like if Corona is what they say it is, then wearing a mask should only be a problem if people can't keep their distance. Hmm. Or be clean. Um, but how are all these homeless people still alive? They don't have access. Because they're like, <laughs> I don't even want to call them roaches, but these people are are like a, like impervious to what's coming next. Mm. Like, <laughs> and they, they do, and I don't know what it is. They just have some kind of power to just keep them from, you know, contracting this kind of thing or spreading it, let's say, spreading it. So should we all become homeless? Man, uh... Uh, I don't think that'll that work out. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell my landlord that I'm not going to pay my rent anymore based on DeMonte's all. theory of <laughs> right. homelessness. Yeah. The homeless initiative program. Yeah. You know what? Right. I don't sit there and go dap up a homeless man on a daily basis. So I don't know what he could trash. Sure? But <laughs> I'm very sure about that. Do you, well, think that uh, do you think that virus is man-made? Uh, Yeah. 
Definitely. Mm. I feel like it's a man-made. It could be natural. It could be altered. But either way it goes, the way the man has of making things is that it's always man-made. Mm. Yeah, I have. I've, so, read, I've read those theories on that, too. And, and you said mentioned earlier that Trump should have told everybody we're going to do this and that, whatever. Uh, he should have put his foot down. But he didn't believe it was I real. Was he he wasn't even wearing a mask himself. And, and, and people in his cabinet have all came down with it. And he was telling people. He's the same person that told people to drink Lysol. So what do you really expect him <laughs> to do? Was. That's what that's why I was alluding to this earlier. I asked you about these uh, political candidates. Um, I don't really follow politics. So I'm asking, do you think they can actually have a political candidate that's really going to look out for people? Do you really think that's you real? You know what? You know what's crazy? The first time I seen Trump, I was a kid. I had to be like 12 years old and he was on WWE <laughs> in 2007. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, that's Trump. Okay, we get it. 2016 come, this dude is running for president. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he's oh still my throwing God. chairs. Right. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm just like, dude, you're a celebrity. You're not a politician. Mm. Like, <laughs> whether your daddy was a politician is one thing, but you just inherited a lot of money. Like, you're not, you're not, you're not a politician in my eyes. You powerful enough to give your opinion, which people then have their opinion on whether you're a politician or a celebrity. So does that matter? Does uh, that matter if he's a politician it, or not? It should matter. It should matter because title is everything. The captions on these videos are everything. As soon as they put black or white into the video, it becomes that. It could be all oh, this. You remember that video when that uh, white lady pulled a gun out on these black women that wouldn't leave for a long. Oh, yeah, so, you know what I mean? But then they didn't, they didn't just say all oh, two women harassing another woman. They said two black women harassing a white woman. You know what I mean? The, 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 the titles matter. So, and, and then people are so simple-minded that they be like, oh yeah, this is what it is because the media says what it is. But, but Barack Obama, he wasn't in Congress that long when he became president. He was like a two-term, a two-year, three-year senator and he became president. So does it, if you're a bad congressman, that, does that make you more qualified than a successful businessman? Not saying that Trump was, but would that really matter? I think that's just two different aspects. I'm not sure how. Uh, I'm pretty sure it costs money. No, no matter what you do, it costs money to buy get oxygen. So, I I'd assume that if we talk in relation, that money matters between the two titles: congressman, senate, or politician or celebrity. So, but it doesn't mean that it comes with the same mind frames. Right. It doesn't mean that it comes with the same responsibilities. And, and and it's just the and for, or feelings like feelings matter. That's where it starts with people feelings. Mm-hmm. So if Trump feel like oh the corona's not real, then he's gonna seriously feel like the corona's not real until there's a million deaths in America from it. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just feelings, man. It's just a lot of psychology that we can't get into as individuals because hey, I war. I don't know what you're thinking right now. Hey, Jenny and Jennifer, I don't know what you're thinking right now. You know what I mean? You don't know what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. It's just that simple. Well, it's easy to tell what I'm thinking because I'm I'm always talking, so it's it's never a secret. Like for example, like right now, I think I just started my period because of all that jibber jabbing about uh, you know. Oh God! Okay, I only said back in the car again. Let's get back in the car. I only said period one time. Wow. Okay, so that's another show. Thinking about it, and then I was like, huh. You know what? I'm sorry. 
so so off topic i've learned that when women talk about their period stories around each other they tend to feel the same things later I know, it's, wow. now, it's like you're an honorary woman congratulations Ooh, interesting okay <laughs> I, just, I just wish i knew what day i was supposed to start there you go so today be because we we all start on the same day when we get around each other <laughs> so getting back, Ward, getting back in the car, so we can finish the conversation. Ward's, Ward's too old to have a period. He's postmenopausal. So anyway, Demonte, <laughs> back to your thoughts on this. So uh, that, not, enough about politics. I guess we got enough uh, thoughts on that. I guess we we understand it's just an area that is just special. I wanted to, before we uh, end our conversation, I just want to touch a little bit about um, being a, a, a young father in, in society today. Um, what do, what do you see for the future? How do you see it going for your family? And I'm glad you said that last part. Go ahead. <laughs> do you see yourself getting married? Uh, do you want to? What do you want to do? Um, what I see for my family is that I'm gonna teach my daughters everything I know. I'm gonna be love. I'm a lovable father. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be active. Um, I'm a, I'm gonna teach them as much as I can, just for the simple fact that I didn't receive the same things from my father growing up. Um, and even to this day, even if he's become more active in my life as in, Hey man, how you doing? Mm -hmm. Or I'm going to give you this, uh, old car of mine because I don't use it, but it breaks down in two weeks. Like I understand the gestures. I understand what you're trying to do, but like the feelings from childhood still linger. Like you weren't really there. You're seven years behind in my opinion, but, um, you are close to your father. (laughs) Not not necessarily. Like, I know who he is. I know what he looked like. You know what I mean? He came down to visit in 2018 of April. I think it was April 2018. That's the last time I seen him physically. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just that just, I don't even want to go into the backstory. But basically, like, I, don't, I didn't necessarily have a father figure ever in my life until it was my sister's dad. But then that was still, like, what, maybe eight years? Maybe if that. I'm 23. So it's not like not like it's not a decent portion of 23, but I still was a kid during that time. Like I didn't understand, you know, what it was like to be a man. Uh-huh. But but it, like so, I say I never had. I, I don't have a father figure. I had somebody that was around to be a father for me, but it wasn't a father figure. If that makes sense, yeah. Because I still had to teach myself how to be a man. I still had to teach <clears throat> myself how to be a parent. You know what I mean? I don't I don't have the advantage of my father telling me, oh, yeah, don't do this, don't do that. Like, I know what not to do looking at you. Wow. <laughs> I get that. I really do. <laughs> so I don't, I used to say things like, I don't want to be like my dad. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And then my mother, you know, my mother, well, she told me, don't, don't say that. Just say, I want to be great, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So I've said, I've been saying that for the past few years. I want to be better than. I want to be this. I want to be that. I don't because people tend to uh, sort of kind of turn into the things they hate the most. Right. So, so so, you kind do would you say you hate your father or you just? I don't want to say I hate him, but there's not. If he if he died today, I wouldn't shed a tear. I'd go to his funeral, but I wouldn't cry. I'd just appreciate everything, anything that he has done as a father. I'd look at it as the half glass full type of way at his funeral. Like I could at least give him that. Like I wouldn't still be like, oh yeah, you were a terrible father. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At his funeral. I wouldn't do that. Why do you but why do you think he wasn't a great father? I mean just the <laughs> fact that he 
he only came around when I don't want to say it was beneficial, but the things that I will remember, he will remember. Let's say when I turned 16, when I turned 18, when I had wrestling tournaments in high school, when I played baseball in high school, when I graduated, maybe when I turned 21, when he said happy birthday, you know, like just stuff like that. The things that matter, uh, the things that matter more than the things that, that actually matter, like, Hey, I, I fell off my bike today. Or, hey, I learned how to tie my shoe. Hey, I, I don't pee on myself anymore. Hey, I learned how to take a shower. Hey, dad, I understand what hygiene is. Hey, dad, I went to go get a haircut today. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Mm. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, I never had that. Yeah. I never had that. What? I ain't never had that. And even as a grown man, it hurt. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely could feel your pain on that. Um, do you think you guys will ever get close? Uh, you think you ever try to reach out to him now? I mean, consider. I feel like I feel like a big part of me is forgiveness, and I have forgiven him for a lot, and this is why I respect him a little bit. I respect him a little bit more than I used to. But um, a big part, like I said, a big part of it is me forgiving and forgetting. But just the fact that you are who you are, and if you feel like he ain't doing nothing wrong, he's going to keep doing what he do. Mm-hmm. And, and and I just, from when I first found out about my firstborn, I'm like, you're not going to be this person to my grand, your grandbabies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I would rather them not know who you are versus you be in and out their life like you was with me. And then they grow to love you. And then they like, they, I never see granddaddy. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I, I can't deal with that. I, I can't deal with that. Yeah. Because I can't even deal with that for me. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Do, do you think his, for do you think his parents... Uh, pass on some parenting skills to him, or do you think he just picked up what, what he saw? You know what's crazy? The uh, lieutenant that I was talking about, my grandfather is actually his father, and he's been more of a father to me over the past 20 years than my own father. Like, my granddaddy will still send me money, and, and get, I'll be, it may be for the grandbabies, but even if he sends $60, the most my dad would send is 50 mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like, and then that's like every four, five, six months. Like, I don't need you. I don't call you. Tell me to call you when I need you. But when I call you, you'd be like, you only call me when you need. Mm. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I distance myself from him. I don't I don't talk to him. It, like I said, it's things that you can fix yourself. But, you know what I mean? You the parent, man. I didn't ask to be here. Right, right. Mm. True. I didn't ask to be here. I definitely didn't ask for this kind of parenting. So... You know what I mean? You gotta, and that's why I gotta look at my babies. Like they didn't ask to be here; they could have stayed where they was at. Mm-hmm. So I grow up to teach them as, as right as I know, and it's just it's just the best I can do. Do you think that teach you it. think you would get married to their to their mothers, one of the mothers, or not the firstborn? I know that for a fact. But <laughs> the... <laughs> wow, okay. The second the second born is possible. I, I deal with her a lot. Like, like, it's not even like, you know, nothing is strange. It's nothing like that. It's just. Are you guys every, friends? Yeah. Okay. Fr- friendship first over everything. Absolutely. What, what, Absolutely. Everything. Because without that, there's nothing. There's literally a black void of other than infatuation. And I, I lust for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing else but that. And when, when that's dead, you really realize, like, dang, we really ain't got much else. I what, support what, what love, you look for? but what, what, I, I think friendship is really. Yeah. It's an absolute. 
what do you want? So, yeah. What do you want in a mate? What are you looking for other than friendship? What would be your uh, ideal you know, woman? Her, actually. Your baby it's just second a, baby mama? I, it, I don't yeah. know her name. Hate to say baby mama, but we, don't, we ain't got she ain't here, so we ain't got to say her name. But she so she's she's yeah. checking all the boxes for you. In, in a lot of ways, more off more so than any other would, you know what I mean? But what do you like about her? Just the fact that she would try to fix the problem. Um, you know, intellectual conversations we can have. We can talk politics. We can talk the world. We can talk about each other. Joking, humorous, artistic, creative, business-minded. You know, really far-sighted. Well, I don't know if I'm using that word right, but far-sighted as far as I want this in the future. This is what I'm going to do to make sure I get that in the future. Great mother can deal with four kids at a time and it's hard for me to deal with one or two sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, you know what I mean? Just that, just I'll be there for you down, out, up, and well, I'll be there. I see. And, and, and it's shown. But, you know what I mean? There's just certain things that you, know, you still got to grow and learn to be like, okay, I can do this mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you know what I mean? it was the great philosopher... Beyonce, who said, "If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it." Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> you call her a philosopher for that? <laughs> well, I, See, this I'm talking about music is definitely not influencing our kids; I'm it's influencing our adults. Pretty right. sure that <laughs> your girl would call it philosophy. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm pretty sure that I also would call a lot of Lil Wayne songs philosophy too. You know, if that was the case. Y- you know, yeah. when when he commiserates. <laughs> With his uh, cup of slizzard, uh, <laughs> I I think he does get pretty deep. He does because he can. his song um, "How to Love" is very deep and it speaks to a lot of people. Yeah, it was a good song. I don't yeah. think he wrote that. I like. That I don't song. think he wrote that, but yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but a lot but of he re- don't. he repeated it, and you know it, it sounds pretty soulful when he talks about it. I mean. Obviously, he probably agrees with it. He has a daughter, right. so right. I think the bigger song by Amer- uh, when Lil Wayne that would even matter right now was the song called "God Bless America." Never heard that. Never yeah, heard that. Not you should. He 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 talked about a lot of the stuff that's going on in the world before it even happened today, and that was like maybe 2013. So you know, that's the song that matters to me by Wayne. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't listen to it on a daily basis, I still remember yeah. it. Yeah, but um. Off of him because he doesn't matter here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm back to you. So when, when do you think you would get married if, if that's something in your plans? Um. You know what? I can target. I really would like to target doing it young so I can grow into it. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? Just living life. I kind of, I don't want to say I live by the edge. I kind of just go with the flow. Things happen the way they're supposed to. There's a lot of things that just happen the way they're supposed to when you don't force it. Um, and it's just like in my heart, I know when. I talk to Jesus, God and Jesus or you know, on a daily basis. I, I, I have to remember to pray. Mm-hmm. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? That's something that people literally have to remember to right. do. Yeah. It's so easy to go a whole 24 hours and not say a word to God. Right. So I remember, you know what? You know what? Hey, Jesus, thank you for waking me uh-huh. up. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for pe- getting my people okay. Thank you for, you know what I mean, just the opportunities in front of me, whether I like where I'm at or not, just thank you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could be broke. I could be under a bridge with the homeless folks knowing if they have corona or not. I think you say You know what I mean? 
but I'm just saying, like, I actually do this. If I don't do it out loud, I don't do it the traditional way as far as getting on a knee or anything. But I have my own relationship with, you know, the Lord. So and just like anybody else should. But that's um, that's the most important thing, though, is having a personal friendship with him. And, And it doesn't matter. I mean, he tells us, like, you can be anywhere doing anything and reaching out to him. I mean, you don't have to be in a certain position or pose. You know, you can just be, you know, in your head and he will hear you. So good for you. Um, I also want to ask you this. You you had mentioned that it might be something you want to do when you're young. What do you think women want from a husband? Being a young person, what do you think women want? Oh, man, it, it varies because my generation, the more and more I see are uh, dedicated to this OnlyFans come up. And, <laughs> and it's like, it's, 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 it's just like they're losing morals. They're losing the sight of the what the point of the struggle is. And, you know, hard work and self-respect. Um, and I don't want to judge too much. I'm not going to lie. I like seeing some things, but it don't. I'm a man. But... Uh, it don't mean I'm paying for it. It don't mean that I support it. It just means that you you know what to each their own. And if that's the, what you got to do to come up fast, and that's what you got to do. There's people, there's the guys out here that's scamming and posting pictures with the money they're getting. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I can't knock what you do because I'm not doing it either, mm-hmm. or I'm not doing it. I should say, but you know what I mean. I, I believe I still I'm one of those few people that still believe in hard work in my generation. I believe in, you know what, you work for it, you're going to get it the honest way. And and it's just like, like I, I believe in blessings. I believe in good and bad karma. You know what I mean? Like, So so that's what you so, want to bring to the relationship? You want to be a hard worker? Uh, and you think uh, and you think that's what the one would appreciate for you, from you? I don't think that would be the sole thing, and that wouldn't be somebody I would want to deal with that only appreciates how hard I work. But uh, what do you think the woman would want from what can she expect from Demonte? You know what? Consistency, love, um, just just understanding, compassion, you know, being able to talk without yelling or, you know, what I mean, just be like, hey, I was wrong. Hey, you know what? Let's let adventurous person, spontaneous person, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what I mean, uh, business minded, just, just open minded. Just like some, I don't want to say perfect, but those are the qualities of a good person or a, a good person, period, let alone a good man. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would think that just, just self love and you know, knowing worth and exhibiting that okay, that matters. Okay. That stuff matters, well, definitely good qualities. But what do, what do you think you need to grow at? You got any areas in your life that may be uh, not as strong as others? My patience. Hmm. I'm very I don't want to say I'm so impatient to the point where as soon as you say something it's like stop talking to me or that I can't wait 30 minutes for you to get here but it's just the fact that in my head when things start not to make sense I don't want to hear it anymore I had no idea you were a doctor <laughs> wow I wish I that. if that's the case that. <laughs> well he said his patience but- so I just Okay, but you know what? That, that that's that's a lot of information you've given us to, to to chew on here, and I think that's great. Did you have any final questions for him, uh, Trouble J, before we wrap him up here? Well, uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. I mean, you've given us a lot of more time than we expected, and um, I uh, I just thank you for being so open with us with your your feelings and your thoughts. 
Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. No problem. Where can people find your uh, information, your social media, that your uh, Facebook or your uh, Instagram, if they want to see oh. you, or reach out to you, and ask some questions? Well, are, are you comfortable with that, or? That's fine with me. I'm an open book. I like to talk. I like to learn. Really? You know I had I mean? whether, <laughs> whether it's from somebody I don't agree with, I'm still learning something. Right. Yeah. But uh, um, from Facebook, you can find me on there at Tay Walters, T A two E's Walters. Uh, uh, Snapchat as well, because I'm a little bit more active on there nowadays. You can find me at King Nova, two G's, two A's. So, okay. if you want to look on there and add me there, I'll be there. You on IG at all? You want. Uh, I am on IG. I do have an Instagram, but I haven't been very uh, okay active okay. on there. But the name on there is God Mode Nov. Wow. Uh, you know, God, G-O-D, Mode, M-O-D-E-N-O-V. <clears throat> no underscores, just what it is. Okay. Yeah, I hate it when they got all underscores and dots and periods and all that stuff. Hey, hey, yeah. hey. Okay. This page got hacked. (laughs) This page got my old page got hacked. I used to have thousands of followers, but I I haven't. That's why I haven't been very active on here. I kind of lost the motivation. What brought so many people to your page? Uh, I I just the fact that maybe I I had my Instagram from when it was new Mm -hmm. up to when maybe four years, five years after it was, uh, you know, conceived. Let's say, and. And then, you know, just the people you go from to go to school with or just random people. Right. <laughs> but somebody got a hold of my page and deleted. I had to make a new one. Now it's nowhere near there. But that's okay. Right, right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Put you back out there and we can find you. But I'm not uh, heard about it. But like I said, we're not going to hold you any longer, sir. We're going to go ahead and end our uh, podcast interview here with Mr. DeMonte Walters today. Again, we thank you for sharing this information with us. And um, when we have our uh, section, we're going to have a young people on here, young couples thing. We'd love to have you come back and uh, give your insight with us. And maybe you can bring your possible fiance and she can join us too. Uh, whenever that. Okay. <laughs> I like, I like how you do that. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Right. Whenever, uh, whenever I can get a chance to do that, she can definitely join. Sounds but good. um, I would also like to say I'm multi-artistic. I have ambitions and dreams and goals to be more than a nine-to-five worker. I would love to be an entrepreneur and independent, financially free. I, I, I can make. I can draw your tattoos. I can draw your comics. I can draw anything you want me to draw. I can. I make music. I can write a book for you. I can. I can do all that. But I'm just. I'm multi-artistic, and I would love people to know that. And, and you know, I would love to expand on that because working for the next person is not only next person I'm gonna work for is my children. Right. So that's a nice thought. So at, at twenty at twenty three, I would love to be financially free in the near future. So if you guys can help out with that, and or you know, invest five dollars, you know, it starts small. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean. I, I can definitely. I'd appreciate that. I show love. That's the kind of person I am. I'm not going to be that artist. That's not. That's rich and just keeping all my money. I'm a show love. Ward, if I got to send you five hundred dollars just because I appreciate you sharing my music, I will. Uh, I will keep that in mind. I would definitely like that five hundred. So. <laughs> <laughs> right? Just saying. You know what I mean. That's just that's the love in my heart. That's just that's me. I understand that. I hate that. These rappers or musicians are so rich and on they only helping maybe their own people, maybe. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah. So you know what I mean? I just I just know what kind of person I would be if I had the, the chance to be. 
where I think you're going to be successful, whatever you do. And again, we're over our time, so I'm going to end here. But uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. And again, uh, Mr. Walters, we will reach out to you again, and we thank you. You have a good day, man. All right. I'd love to be on your show again. Thank you. All All right. All right. Bye-bye.